What is up, everybody? This is Brayden from Flint Mastering, and I am the host and content curator of the Mixing Music Podcast exclusive episodes. And today we have for you an exclusive archive, which means you're going to hear an exclusive episode that DK and I recorded almost a year ago. You're going to have the chance to hear what our exclusive episodes are all about and how much fun and learning goes on between me and DK as we discuss technical tips and important techniques in relation to producing mixing and mastering. If you enjoy this episode and you'd like to be a part of the exclusive content we provide twice a week, you can do so by heading over to mixingmusicpodcast.com forward slash exclusive. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. We appreciate you. And we couldn't do this podcast without you. I hope you enjoy this episode of the exclusive archives. And with that, happy mixing, my friends, and stay saucy. friends and welcome back to another exclusive subscriber only episode of the mixing music podcast i'm your host for today brayden from flint mastering and joining me our special guest and owner of the podcast daddy dk what's up dk hello welcome welcome thanks for listening to the show and have giving us a chance to be part of your potentially daily or weekly life. I don't know how often you listen to the show, but thank you so much for joining us, for listening. We have a great episode for you today. Um, Brayden, let's start it off. Alrighty. Sounds good. And before we get into it, as always, thank you for subscribing. We love you. We appreciate you. And we could not do this without you. So the clip we've got for today comes from the mixing legend, Manny Mariquin. Uh, DK and I got to meet him very briefly at NAMM in LA. It was a super cool experience. Uh, He seems like a pretty fun guy. And in this clip, Manny is going to talk to us about parallel compression and how he doesn't in this clip he says he doesn't really use it much so let's let manny do the talking without further ado manny mariquin roll the tape i feel like the parallel compression right now is just a fancy this fancy thing to do and uh i think it's so funny people uh young engineers uh spend a lot of time thinking about that and um and I, I don't pay attention, too much attention to parallel compression, but uh, I do parallel compression as well. Uh, but it's just a fancy thing to do nowadays, it's like the trend. Um, but that's, this, that's how I get my stems to sound as good as a, uh, as good as the mix sounds on the desk. And it's been uh, years and years of trial and error to get the system going. And, uh, and I'm still trying to make it better and better. So that's, that's what I do. All right, DK. So in that clip, Manny tells us that he uses parallel compression, but he doesn't use it often. He thinks that it's kind of a trendy thing that a lot of young engineers have a tendency to focus on. Uh, To be clear, this clip is from like six or seven years ago, so that may have changed by now. Um, But at least at that point, he wasn't using it a ton. So let's just talk about parallel compression. How often do you use it? What do you like it for? And what I, I guess what's its purpose overall? Yeah, that's true. I feel like parallel compression was a lot trendier, trendier to use less than a decade ago. Um, you, it's funny to see how different trends of learning 
you know, take place during the years. Um, but yes, parallel compression. I think the big point of this is not is to recognize that parallel compression is not the end all be all way to compress everything. Um, just because you use parallel compression doesn't guarantee that it's going to solve your problems or sound good. And so I think that's the most important thing is that even if there are trendy things, whether it's parallel compression or distorting 808s or anything like that, um, to recognize that just because it's trendy doesn't mean that it sounds good and it's your job as an engineer to be thoughtful and make sure that you're doing things that sound good and not because someone tells you to. So uh, he, I like the word that he says, it's a trend. Um, and he uses it when he needs to. He didn't necessarily say he doesn't use it often. He, I don't yeah. think he actually mentioned that the, the amount that he uses it. I think it was more about like the thought process like, I use it when it needs to be used, uh, and I don't really think much of it. But I definitely use yeah. it, for sure. Yeah, I use it. And mm -hmm. I think that's like a really healthy way of looking at anything that we do, um, including the tip tricks, mixed tips that you learn here on this exclusive episode, ex episodes, right? So, like, um, recognizing the difference between trends and what sounds good, and you'd have the confidence determining what you think sounds great. Absolutely. And something else I noticed, uh, so this whole question, this clip comes from a mix with the master's Q&A with Manny. And this whole question is kind of about compression, what compressors he uses, yada, yada, yada. And um, I like something he says at the very end of the clip, where he says, this took years and years of trial and error to get my system of compression down. So he has his own system of compression that works for him. And like he says, he'll use parallel compression when he needs it. But other times he doesn't need to use parallel compression. But I think uh, to speak to his point, sometimes it's just a lot of trial and error to figure out what you like. And trial and error, you know, it's like he said, it's taken him years and years to get his system down for how he compresses things. So take time, sit with your projects, trial and error, figure out what your system is for doing things, whether it's your system of compressing, whether it's your system of EQing, limiting, mastering, mixing, whatever it is, you know, don't get discouraged if you don't feel like you have a perfect system now. Manny Mariquin, one of the biggest engineers and best engineers in the game, it took him years and years to get it down, is what he said. So, uh, that's something else you can look into, you know, focusing on systems that help you make better mixes or your system for mixing techniques. So I'm curious, DK, what kind of things do you use parallel compression on that might help some of our listeners? Yeah, I, I think it's more of like the concept of parallel compression for me. I don't necessarily use it on specific sources and I rely on that trick for specific sources rather than uh, practically what do I need to use. Like putting a compressor directly onto a track will basically duck the peaks, right? It'll lower the volume of those transients, those peaks, um, based on the attack and release times. Um, you can kind of change the texture of it, the color of it. But uh, where as far as like parallel compression, adding a hyper-compressed signal into blending it with an uncompressed signal, what it's really doing is actually just raising the valleys. So it's, it's making things that are quiet louder without necessarily... Uh, making the louder things quieter. So it's just a different mm. style. And sometimes, like, for example, if you use it on a drum kit, it'll sound totally different. But the reason why I would use downward compression, regular compression on drum kit is because some of those snare hits and kick hits, each one is slightly louder or quieter than the other. So I want the snares to be more even, so I use a downward compression, right? Where as far as, like, maybe, I have no idea, like a vocal, for example, um, if I'm doing a vocal, I want 
the evenness of the quieter parts and the louder parts. Um, but I don't necessarily want the clamping down during the chorus when they're singing much louder. I don't want that clamp sound. I just want that lower stuff to get louder. Mm. Um, if that makes sense. I mean, we've all, I yeah. think we've all heard over compressed vocals when they get too loud. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, uh, so with your parallel compression, basically you're saying that you, uh, I guess in terms of like actually doing it, you send the vocal to an aux at which there's a compressor on there that's like totally smashing it and then you blend the volume of that up, correct? Yeah, or you could do it as an aux or you can, there's three ways of doing it. You could do it with an aux, um, you can duplicate the track and just hyper compress that track or you can just use a compressor and there's oftentimes a mix knob Mm. on the compressor. That being said, I personally like to add somehow blend the wet signal into the dry signal and having a mix knob doesn't like emotionally doesn't do the effect that I want it to do. Like I, I want I want to feel <laughs> it coming up um, yeah. and blend that wet wet to the dry. I don't like to use a mix knob. So um typically I use a send rather than duplicating a track, but yeah, both are totally optional. Okay, sick. And uh, I will say my favorite ways to add some parallel compression to a master is with actually a plugin that DK showed me. It's the iHeart New York Parallel Compressor by Baby Audio, which I think is super, super good. You basically put it on your track. You don't have to worry about any sends or anything, and it will uh, smash the signal and then allow you to blend it in. Another one that's like a basically a multi-band parallel compressor is the uh, Leapwing Dyne 1. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called, and that one is a really cool plugin. It's really, really good for bringing up low-level detail and making the body sound full. And both of these, the cool thing about both of these parallel compressors are, again, you're you're raising the volume of the wet signal. You're not like blending wet and dry. You're not turning a yeah. knob for wet and dry. You're you're literally raising the volume of the wet signal. And that's exactly how I like to hear uh, my audio when I'm looking for parallel compression when I'm listening Absolutely. for parallel compression. Sweet. Cool. Well, I think enough has been said on that. We'll go ahead and wrap this episode up there. If you have any more questions about parallel compression, feel free to reach out to us. You can DM me on Instagram at Flint Mastering. You can DM DK at DK Mixes. Or if you don't have any questions about parallel compression, but you would like to hire either one of us, either DK for mixing or me for mastering, uh, you can do the same thing. You can reach out on Instagram at Flint Mastering or at DK Mixes, and we will give you a discount as an exclusive member to the subscriber episodes. Um, and maybe you want DK to mix your track and me to master it. And uh, we can certainly make that process happen and we can, you know, figure things out from there. So if you guys need help with your mixing or mastering, feel free, reach out to us. We'd be more than happy to help you and uh, work on your projects with you. So with that, we'll wrap this episode up. Again, thank you for subscribing. We love you. We appreciate you. We could not do this without you. And DK, sign us off. Happy mixing, my friends, and stay saucy.